This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer, and please don't call me Big Red. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and one half of a best friend's heart. Oh, we are the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. Let's get it. Let's get it. It's going to be a dumb one today. Big dummies over here. Cuckoo. Uh, this is our Smith's Machine episode, or Smith Machine, I think is the, the proper way to say it. I don't think it's a possessive. It is named after a guy. Uh, oh, that's but, nice. Yeah. So we're breaking down the Smith Machine. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, mm-hmm, Aaron mm-hmm. and I went to a training facility. <laughs> we used one. We did multiple exercises on it for upper body, lower body. Uh-huh. We'll tell you the exercises we did, what we thought of them. Um, I'm sure if you go to a gym, uh, you've seen a Smith's machine, Smith machine, even if you don't know what it is, a lot of people know what it is pretty common in gyms. Um, but you've probably been, if you don't, um, haven't explored it, you've probably seen it for years. And, uh, for those of you that don't, it's a, um, it's, it's a big rack, um, with two vertical posts and a barbell attached to it. And the vertical posts act as runners, I guess you would say. Um, and the bar uh, follows a, the barbell follows the, a vertical track. So you're, mm-hmm. you're on a track on both sides and, um, you can move the bar to, to use this word again. We'll be using it a lot. <laughs> Essentially, uh, v- vertically is the only up or down. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with maybe some, I think they, they all kind of vary, but some of them may have a little bit of arc on it, but I would say for the most part, it's fixed vertically. And then there's also catches, uh, all along the way so that you can rack the barbell at multiple different locations. Essentially, I think the idea being behind or behind it being at any point in the movement. Um, so you can basically self spot yourself. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then we'll, so we'll be talking about the Smith machine. Um, but before we get there, Aaron and I are going to catch up a little bit, Ooh. Um, talk shop, uh, Aaron, people want to hear about your cut. You and I talked about it yesterday. Aaron and I met up yesterday to do this at Equinox mm-hmm. in Studio yeah. City. Um, shout out, yeah, shout we'll, out we'll Sportsman's Lodge. Yep. Um, which, okay. I don't need to get into how confusing the Sportsman's Lodge situation is, uh, but that is something we could talk about later. Um, uh, yeah, cut is still going. I think I have not stayed consistent again. I really have to get my, uh, cockiness, um, in check in terms of just being like, I understand the amount of food I'm eating now. I measured my food every day for five days. So now I can go for 12 days without doing that. I think that's my fatal flaw as a human being. Um, so it's, pretty much um what is the word plateaued yeah. i haven't seen i haven't seen any change on the scale again that doesn't mean that uh composition hasn't changed uh but that i'm trying to not be discouraged i would say um cuz i want immediate results and that's the thing that uh will get you down in this in this roller coaster so can i offer off offer uh-oh. Only after. I do not want you to offer. Only, <laughs> only Miles an Teller, after. Miles yeah. Teller starring in the Paramount Plus series, <laughs> The After. Um, <laughs> yeah, that hit me. Hit me up. Uh, can I offer some uh, constructive criticism? Okay. I think in talking to you about this, your nebulous timeline of, I don't know, maybe mm. I'll go three months, yeah. a yeah. year, six years, two days. <laughs> I'm not really sure what we're going to do with it. I think that might have yeah. made it a little tricky for you. And I think what I would do is I would take a clean break. Um, so, you know, eat healthy like you normally do anyway. You always eat yeah. really healthy. Um, but, you know, maybe 
there's times where you're more liberal with calories or not, or wine or whatever it is, but take a break and okay. then start another one and just do it for one month. Say it's going to mark it on the calendar, this date to this date and be military strict and then yeah. see where you're at at the end of that month. But I think that will, and so that's, and that's, you know, or even three weeks, I don't know, pick a time, like whatever you want to do. And then, yeah. you know, weigh your food, go through the whole process, all the bullshit, whatever it is. But I think if you have that light at the end of the tunnel, um, it might help you because I think when you, you know, you're like, who knows, then it's like, you know, something will happen in the middle of it and you'll be like, oh, you know, I'm going to be cares? on this thing yeah. for a while. So who knows? <laughs> and I'll kind of, I'll, I'll veer back into it and then go off course a little. And that's not to, you know, I mean, definitely put a lot of hard work in and got a lot of good days under your belt and did yeah. see an improvement in your body composition, but yeah. I think mentally you'll feel a little more victorious if you mm. pick a time, pick a set time that's achievable and then just do it. Yeah, I think, and I, I think that the, um, the mental element of it going along with like, I am, I'm also in still like a very celebratory phase of my life. Yeah. And so be feeling like I, um, like trying to restrict during this time has felt like a little, just not even annoying, but like, I, I don't, Nuts. yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm not trying to be in a bikini competition. I, I'm not trying, like, I love my clients. I love building strength. I love like, you know, everyone, I'm still wearing a sweatshirt everywhere I go. I'm not like, I don't have like any sort of like thing that like kind of was like, like up against a, a, a deadline. Cause I did like what you said about like, you know, put like a photo shoot at the end of, uh, a, a cut so that you have like something to kind of like aim toward. Yeah. Um, and, but even that, like, I was like, well, it would probably just be my friend Stevie who would take my pictures and Stevie's going to help me look good. So it's like, I, I don't have any <laughs> like mm -hmm. sort of like reason to really say, no, I don't want chicken thighs. I want chicken breast again because I want to what? See my oblique muscles again? Ugh. <laughs> Tired of those guys. I don't care right now. And I do care. It's not all the way true. I do care. Um, I think I also have like my old trainer being like, you're going to weigh this if you keep going in the back of my head. That's like, yeah. I'm not going to weigh that. So, so she could go suck it. You know, like there's like that part of me too. Yeah. That's just like wanting to not have that person be right. And then on the other hand, I have to also practice what I preach about the numbers, not everything and all that stuff. So, you know, I'm in a, I think, yeah. And I think, you know, like changing the hierarchy of your priorities is normal mm -hmm. in a life. And so sometimes it doesn't make sense. And, um, but I think that like, uh, you got to let, give yourself a break on, on because it was a strange, it was a strange setup going into this to where there was no real definitive. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I think I just was excited to finally have like a window of time that I didn't have, uh, like, um, I don't know that my husband's health was in a good spot. Yeah, I didn't I gotcha. have anywhere I needed to like emergency. Like I didn't have any emergencies. So I you felt, felt like, like you had the, the nerve energy and the mental head space yes. that it yeah. might make sense. But then yeah. it's also, you know, you guys are doing good and feeling good. So then you kind of want to enjoy Just that. Enjoy living. Yeah. So <laughs> as opposed to, you know, getting the food scale out and, you know, <laughs> living know. like a monk. But I will say we really have enjoyed doing the Stanger salad every Sunday or not every Sunday, every day. So we have like, now we have giant ass salads at, at dinner and we have, I don't like, I'm it's fun. You funny. feel like a big gorilla, just like eating bamboo all day or something. You know, you're like, this is great. <laughs> it really is fun. And like Jason has been like, okay, I can't have that big of a salad. And I'm like, put it over here. Like I will have a giant ass salad. Cause it makes me feel full yeah. and that is a 
That's huge. Like yeah, that's to primal. feel full off a salad. Yeah. So yeah. we are, we're going to keep that. I don't think, and we'll put like carbs in it. We're not like, a, um, we're not like, we'll throw in like croutons or some version of a crouton, a noodle sometimes. You know, crouton. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, and that's, I think what the, the important part of this whole thread is that you are a very healthy, committed, disciplined person. And even when you're not in a quote unquote cut, you still are, you enjoy exercise. You do it all the time. You make yeah. time for it. Even if you're going, moving a bunch of junk for, you know, your family or whatever you're fucking, <laughs> you know, doing squats and picking up water sure. bottles and all kinds of weird shit. <laughs> so it's like, you're sticking to it and that's, you should be proud of yourself for all that. And that's a huge victory. And that's, you know, it's become an integral part of your life, like brushing your teeth that you don't miss beyond brushing your teeth, you actually enjoy. So I think this cut thing could be something fun for you, but I would go in there, um, with, a, you know, giving you off of a clean break, you know, where you've had some time to, you know, enjoy and relax. And then, um, mentally I should say, and then, um, and then having like a good plan in place and a definite exit time so that you can see it. It's just like, well, this sucks, but it's three more days or it's 10 more days or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and see what happens there and make it like a fun experiment as opposed, cause it can be, you know, it can be mentally depressing, um, to, you, you know, use an unnecessary word. I think I could just, I could have just said depressing. I think people would have know what I'm knowing what I meant. Um, where you feel like, well, I guess that's it for cookies for an indefinite amount of time. You know, it's yeah. just like, it feels yeah. weird. You know, you feel like gloomy about it as opposed to, no, it's, you know, three weeks, and then, you know, I'll, I'll do a big cheat meal or whatever. So yeah. Treat meal. Yeah. Whatever it um, is. Post, post shoot, you go and you fucking get your apple rage. fritter. Yeah. Your get bear claw. 16 apple fritters and a freaking pile of pancakes, motherfucker. Some people call them bear claws. I don't think we said that on the. Oh, really? An apple fritter? Yeah. You've never heard them called, referred to as a bear claw or is that a separate thing? I think it's another thing. I think it's that little like cinnamon guy, like the cinnamon. Oh yeah. Guy. I think you're right. But it I is think... similar. It still has the cinnamon element, but I don't, I don't think, I mean, maybe people, I mean, there's a same people that call Hardy's Hardy's call it Carl's Jr. So is there a crazier thing in the world? Maybe, maybe not. Apple fritter, bear claw. Chime in. Dumb bell babies. Are you researching? <laughs> Yeah, the the bear claw's different. It's got almond paste and stuff in it, and Ooh, uh, the apple. Good. Yeah, and it's opened up so it kind of and slit multiple times, so it resembles a claw. The fritter. Yeah, somewhere I I messed those up when I was a kid. Like I would combine them or something, and I got them. Fucking kids, I confl dude. I conflated them. Conflated? Is that a real word? Is that that's a real word? It means maybe the okay. it means confusing two things. Oh, it sounded like a Michael Scott word. You made it up. Um, Stanger, are you my new? Uh, are you my new coach? Is that kind of what you're? Is that the job you're stepping into? As no, I can't. I can't, hit, I can't handle that kind of pressure. <laughs> Come on! Come on! I'm I'll your, talk shit about you on a podcast in 15 years. <laughs> that fucking piece of shit. <laughs> toxic, dude, toxic. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Stinger, what's going on with you? Oh, okay. So yesterday we got to, we went to Equinox yeah, Studio City, as previously discussed. Well, maybe I shouldn't say this now, now that we've given away the location. Okay, so we saw a, a, a friend of mine, former guest at the same location, and we talked about you afterward when we met up outside at Air One. Is that how you say it? Air One? Air, Air One. One. Yeah. Air, Air One. One. Um, not to brag, but I did buy some chicken in that store um, and did take out a small loan uh, to do the show, but... So he was like, he, he had seen you at the gym before and he's like, dude, that guy, he's in here. 
He's in here before I get here and he's here after I get here. He's doing lunges. He's going from over here to over there. He's doing everything full out. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like the stinger we've all known and loved. Because also we did an, an almost like it was said 45 minutes on my watch that we had been in there. And it wasn't we hadn't gone full out, but stinger also stayed after and did more workout. So no, nah, I mean, but I, I'm, you know, listen, I a lot of stretching, a lot of phone checking, <laughs> a lot of milling around, <laughs> milling a lot around, of like, <laughs> trying to find the perfect physio ball, like Goldilocks. Ah, just right. You know? And so mm, that yeah. does take time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how's it going over there? Everything's good. I did a little, I took a, uh, a little, uh, visit, did some shopping on Cardeo Drive already before this. Um, cardio. <laughs> did some cardio. Cardeo Drive. What the frick? You've never said that ever. I, I am shaking. Just, <laughs> just, just popped in my mind. Um, I'm just Cardeo? trying to make. Cardeo Drive. Yeah. Shopping trip on Cardeo Drives when you do your cardio. Um, did a little sauna. So it's good to have that done because it's this, this four by four or four by three. No, I think it's four by four. Yeah. It's four by four. Um, cardio to hit workout that I do is it's tough, man. Like it's, it's definitely doable, but like, you just are kind of like, woo, like mm -hmm. gearing up for it. Cause you sweat a ton when you're doing it. Um, so it's good to have that done. And then I'll probably go do some weights. It's, it's not optimal. <coughs> <coughs> Cause I probably need the weights a little bit more than this, this hit that I'm doing, but the hit is, I want to, I want to stay consistent with it. And it's so hard. Sometimes I just have to jumble the order a little bit to just get, fit it in, you know? Yeah. Cause it's like, I just, I have to get this done, you know? So I'm not, it's not hanging over my head like a fucking biology quiz <laughs> that I'm stressed God. about or a fucking, I got to make a visual for an oral presentation on my science fair project. <laughs> fucking hanging over my head. I can't enjoy the street fighter too. Um, how many, wait, how many days a week do you do this one? The four it, by four? It, it varies, but you know, you have to be careful. Like I like the hermetic stress um, and you get a lot of benefit from that, but you can definitely, you know, drink from that well a little too much and yeah. start to do a little, can be detrimental. So like yeah. all kind of like, um, stagger it, you know, like I'll have a week where I do maybe three or four of them. And then I'll have a week where I just do two and do a little bit more, some duration cardio in there. I'll do a shorter hit. This one's okay. 40 minutes, 40 minutes. Golly. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm probably a little lighter than I would like to be right now and, you know, could put, put some more muscle on, but I'm kind of sticking with this protocol for a little longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people had questions about um, your new haircut. Oh, yeah. I took it down short. Took it down yeah. short. Yeah, I think you look like Matthew Fox. So we'll put a side-by-side -side Matthew Fox. Yeah. Side-by-sides are tricky when you do with like a, a TV or movie star because you're like, <laughs> oh, that's why they're... <laughs> that's why they're on magazines and that's why I'm... On it, doing an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh, God. Interesting. 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 Yes, yeah. yes, Touched yes. by God genetics versus, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, fucking. Working really hard to, to versus stick it out. <laughs> HMO dental, you know, or whatever. <laughs> oh, yep. Uh, yep. But yeah, so that, I mean, you know, the problem is or, or not even the problem, but I just pretty gray. Now the hair is pretty gray. And at this length, it's like really short. It's like, um, you know, just, I don't know what guard I, I just use like clippers, but, um, it definitely kind of showcases the grayness more for whatever reason when it's longer, it's that my hair has been gray for a long time. Like I had gray hair in high school, but, um, it's gotten grayer more recently. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Oh. <laughs> Can't sit here. Um, <laughs> but uh, for, for this length, and it's like there's gray in the beard, there's gray in the hair. It's just like a big, like a big gray mare. Um, 
gray is, gray is a mule. I mean, people are people are wanting to know. You gotta you, you're letting the people know you got you're a silver fox now. Just just well, let it and it's also like these fuckers. You know, the problem is you look at people like um, Chris Evans and stuff, who's about my age, and like full die. I mean, you're just he's dying. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Dying his hair, dying his beard, dying all would, that shit. Would you ever dye your your hair and your beard? I would only if I if I got an acting job and they demanded it. Okay, but I would never do it for like my own personal. I don't have any problem with people that do it, but it just it is. I do roll my eyes when it's like, especially when it's like Liam Neeson or something. When it's like, dude, you're fucking sixty seven <laughs> yes. years old. Yes. We all know it's not like, <laughs> wow, look yeah, at, yeah. Amazing. He's kept his, you know, dark hair this whole time, but it's all, I, I don't think, I don't think if you're an actor in your forties or whatever, like, I don't think it looks bad if you have a little gray, it doesn't. No, it's I don't like either. I'm, yeah. I'm not like, I'm like, oh, fuck that. I'm not going to watch this shitty <laughs> Hulu movie he did with that, that hot woman. I can't remember what her name is. Hey, Anna Diarbara Di or something like that. <laughs> Is she the new one that did the um, SNL? I don't know. Asking did the wrong she, guy. Yeah. Couldn't be. Couldn't be less interested in <laughs> SNL. <laughs> It'll be like um, for some Marilyn reason. Monroe it's yes. In the yeah, she was the okay. Yeah, she just did the she for just some did SNL. For some reason, it always will be suggested to me. Like, do you want to watch this sketch from last night? And I'll look, and it's like seventeen minutes, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> No, 17 minutes. Like, what are you guys doing? Come on, Lauren. They're doing short films now, okay? I guess. Um, wow. Okay, so we've given the people what they want. The update on your hair. The update on your 4x4 four four or 4x3, four depending on it's, the day. I, it's 4x4 four four because it's you do, you do the four-minute um, high-intensity component four times. I get confused okay, because okay. the rest in there is three minutes. So you're doing four minutes. You're doing a five minute warm up, just to remind everybody again. Sorry, a 10 minute warm up. And then you get, uh, then you go right into your first interval of four minutes um, where you go 85 to whatever of your maximum heart rate, 85% plus um, for four minutes. And then you scale it back. To seventy five percent of your maximum heart rate for three minutes, and you cycle that five four times. I always forget you do this on the on the bike. I, I just do it always, on a stationary bike. Yeah, I imagine you just running around. <laughs> Couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, forgot. Uh, okay, so we're clear on bear claw versus fritter. I was wrong on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then, so should we talk? Okay, so Smith Machine. Smith machine. Yeah. Okay. So, so I have to, so I have to confess, this is, I demanded an episode of this because I have been going to my LA fitness, keeping it real out there, LA fitness, Van Nuys. Um, and I've seen this machine and I am, I was insecure about walking up to it because it looks like a barbell, like situation, like barbell, squat set what what's it called <laughs> like a rig like, it a, looks rack. like a rig squat yeah, rack. rack there we go god help me squat rack and where's your squat rig and they're like what <laughs> who fuck are you <laughs> they think you're like a german spy or something <laughs> i'm here to train on your squat rig <laughs> go yankees and they're like what the fuck Oh my god! Wait, that reminds me that I don't know that people know this about redheads, but um, we were talking about people dyeing their hair, or whatever. I have, I wish that I have really counted this throughout my life, but strangers will come up to me in stores, in the libraries, where on the on the water, they will come up to me and say, "Is that your natural hair color?" And I'll be like, "Yeah," and they'll be like. Never diet. And then they'll just keep going. They'll just keep going in their life. And I'm just here like, okay, have a nice life. So I've always been terrified to dye my hair. 
And also, like, because people are like, if they say it, stay for the next sentence, they'll say, because it'll never be the same after. And it's like, Jesus Christ, what? What happens? So that's something that if you ever have the urge to talk to a redhead, just don't. Don't. Don't give them advice because it, guess what? It freaks them out and it stays with them for the rest of their life. Okay. Yeah, there is a a creepiness to it, but it's also complimentary, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It takes a little little mental judo to get to the compliment part of it because it is like... (laughs) the fuck or you know yeah i just think like because people i and i'm sure everyone has like a thing that people say to them that they don't realize everyone says to them but you're just like this is this happened to me in target like two weeks ago where i was just like i had my airpods in and an old man was like excuse me (laughs) i was like what so it, it so just just let them dye their hair if they want to dye their hair it doesn't matter if it gets fucked up no i think old white men know what's best for you aaron <laughs> the I'm gonna older go out on a, the more they I'm do go out, understand yeah, i'm gonna go and, out on a limb and say this was an old straight white man yep you're absolutely correct <laughs> wow what else no, can i don't I, know his orientation sexual orientation but i will he was an old white man i hey i would make i would bet my fucking house and my son's college fund that he was an old straight white man <laughs> i know what's best for you god Ugh. okay that's my okay so i did ask us to do this episode on the smith machine because i wanted to feel confident with what the frick is this machine? How do you use it? Well, I'll tell, does, you, I'll tell you, Aaron, the Smith what machine doesn't? was invented by Jack LaLanne. Can you believe that? Do you Twist. know Jack LaLanne? No. Who's Jack, who? Jack LaLanne was like the first kind of exercise guy. Like he was, he had a TV show. You'd see him on TV and stuff. You're a little young. Just, I mean, I think I was on the tail end of when people would kind of reference Jack LaLanne, you know, as. Okay. Um, but he stayed in shape like his whole life and he'd be on, you know, TV, you know, teaching people to like do back bends and, you know, touch their toes and all this shit. He had gym, a gym okay. out in LA. And um, this was like, he was like the precursor to people like Richard Simmons or Body by Jake and, you know, like all those guys. Yeah. And uh, eat your vegetables and all that kind of shit. Um, and he uh, had a gym out in L.A. And so he rigged one up himself. And then this guy, Rudy Smith, spotted it in there and then commissioned um, this guy, Paul Martin, I think is his name, to uh, make and improve the design a little bit. And then Smith, and sm- uh, he installed the modified uh, model that this guy, Paul Martin, made for him into uh, the Vic Tanny gyms in Los Angeles. And then those became a chain and they put Smith machines in all of them. And that's how they became ubiquitous in the gym space. But everybody okay. does, everybody does a version of them. Now they, I guess they didn't patent the design. They're all a little bit different, which is, you know, will be part of one of my critiques of it as we get to it, because it's tough to, um, it's tough to know if you're progressing at all in a Smith machine, because they don't ever really specify or have a standard of what the barbell's going to weigh on it or how much counterbalance you're getting. They're always yeah. different. And the the movement path is always a little bit different too. So it's not like you could be like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm doing strength progression. I'm using a Smith machine. You know, you're kind of locked into where, where, wherever you're using yours, because if you go to another location, chances are it's going to be put out by a different manufacturer and all your metrics will be off. But anyway, What is up, Bell Babies? It's Aaron interrupting the episode today to talk to you guys about one of our favorite sponsors, Athletic Greens. Now, I started taking Athletic Greens because I became a host on the Dumbbells, and Stinger loved Athletic Greens. He hooked it up. I got hooked up with Athletic Greens. Here, I started taking it every day. I started noticing a really big difference in my digestive and gut health. And then I started, you know, preaching to my household and now my husband is taking athletic greens. So now I have to get double, (laughs) but it is really worth it. Okay. So what is athletic greens? With one scoop of athletic greens, you are getting 75 
high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, your focus, and aging. All the things. This is a, a simple way to just get a good boost in the morning. That's that's when I take my athletic greens. First thing in the morning, when I'm getting my coffee, I get my athletic greens and I start my day kind of ahead. I feel like I, I'm ahead of the curve. Now, it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you're good. It contains less than one gram of sugar, has no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. Oh yeah. It has like a, like a mild tropical flavor that does taste like you are a healthy person. Like you feel like, wow, I'm a healthy person, but it's still yummy. If that makes sense. I feel like you'll understand when you taste it. Um, it also supports better sleep quality and recovery and mental clarity and alertness. It, I mean, don't we all need all of those things. Um, there's also, if you get a subscription, your subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in, especially if you're not getting the sunlight you need. Okay. So let's talk price. You're probably thinking, wow, this is going to be a really expensive situation, but it costs you less than $3 a day. And if Stinger was here, he would say, isn't that less than your cold brew habit? And it, yes, but you're investing in your health. And so it, and it is cheaper than your cold brew habit. So, and it actually gives you things instead of taking from you. Like I think cold brew does. Um, it is also, it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements it provides. So then you just get it all in one and you get to save a little cash. And let's be honest, you're investing in your body in an all in one nutritional insurance. Okay. So go check out, they have like, so like over 7,000 five-star reviews. If you're a review reader, hit it up, check it out right now. It is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's get back to the episode. Back to you, Aaron. So. No, that that's so. Um, thank you, old man Stinger, for your uh, history lesson. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like you like even like changed the way you were sitting to be more like of a to be storyteller. More old old to be straight older. white. <laughs> I got yeah, some yeah. thoughts on your hair too. I'm gonna <laughs> okay, weigh in all right. Send me a message, Scott. Um, okay, tie, so we did <laughs> never tie your hair. Oh god, nightmare. Do you know where the paper towels are? Because you're in a Target. <laughs> I absolutely know where everything is in my Target. Um, they're fucking labyrinthian. It's just like. You're just trying to like run in there and get paper towels and you're like, fuck, I'm in bedding. Where the fuck is this? And then like kids clothes. <laughs> fuck. And you're, I have to say you're it like out loud. looking at hoses and shit. You're like, fuck, I got to get out of here. I have to say like eyebrow pencil, eyebrow pencil, eyebrow pencil. Cause otherwise I'm I, yeah. Same. I'm buying 15 new pillows. No, I'm not. Those are expensive. I'm buying one, maybe two. Um, you always okay. need a lot, and they're always like, oh, that's going to cost me $1,000. Yes, <laughs> I know. Proper amount of pillows to make this look like a magazine. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so we went yesterday. We tried this out. Stanger has tried this before. I, I had never tried one. So I was... Okay, wait. Stanger, you want to run us through all the exercises we did? 
Yeah. And I'll just say too, general thoughts wise, I okay, yeah, just, you know, kind of growing up in the gym space and working out forever, seeing them use them at different times. But this was a bit of a refresher for me because I'm by no means a regular user of the Smith machine. I mean, I haven't really incorporated them into a workout in years. I mean, they've kind of found their way in at different points, like, oh, I'll kind of, you know, use this for something here and there. But it had been a couple of years since I'd even thought about using them. I often just kind of ignore them. But they are popular. I mean, you do see people using them a lot. I mean, by no means are there spider webs on them. I mean, they're like a, uh, like a, you know, they're in every kind of commercial gym and people are often using them and waiting to use them. But yeah, so I'll run you guys down the exercises and then, uh, it'll correspond with a Instagram post where we'll show you what we did. Yeah, All the moves. Yeah. <clears throat> but we did, um, a CAS press, which is a modified bench press slash tricep extension movement. Um, so oh, some yeah. of the, so, so some of these involve a, um, a, uh, bench, like a free form bench, um, that can go incline or flat. Um, <clears throat> we did a Smith machine back squat. We did a Smith machine split squat, um, or Bulgarian split squat. Uh, we did a behind the back shrug. We did an incline press. We did a, uh, shoulder seated shoulder press or military press. Uh, we did a Smith machine incline press and then, um, kind of orbited, um, Smith machine, Romanian deadlift. Uh, Aaron did that. Oh I didn't yeah. Do I that. did try that. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, we did, uh, Smith machine bent over row and, uh, an inverted row. Yeah, I did. I will say, we did have to wait a while for the machine. And that is uh, one thing that I thought if I was like by myself, I might've asked her if I could work in maybe if she was, uh, cause she had like the girl that was on the machine before us, she was doing like a few things on it. And then also kind of like stepping aside to do that with the little bard remember? Yeah. So like if I was by myself, maybe I would have been like, Hey, can I work in? But it is kind of like if there's only one machine, it is hard to hang your workout on. I want this one machine, depending on how busy your gym is, that could be a real bummer. So if you're okay to pivot, cool. If you're like, that's the machine I was going to use, then you better get there at a weird time of day when no one else might be using it. Yeah, because it's it doesn't really lend itself to be shared unless you're going to do the same workout as them, because yeah. it's not like a um, like a Nautilus machine or w where it's like oh I can adjust the pin or uh, you know the seat height or whatever and or even like a yeah. bench press because it's point. like chances are you're going to be doing something completely different and then you've got to like there's a lot of adjusting to do um, and even just trying to get like a bench underneath it in the proper placement takes uh yeah that's cool like i was time. like banging my head and show like aaron's like jesus <laughs> christ you're gonna fucking injure yourself I know, dude i know i know um so so there's that and i would say we kind of did an overall body on there i don't think many people do that i think people will use it kind of adjunctive to their workout so it'll be like oh i'm training shoulders today so i'm gonna do some lateral raises i'm gonna do some you know, rear delts, and then I'll hop on the Smith and do a military press just for one exercise and then get out of there. Yeah. Um, but I, you, I conceivably, you could do a full body workout on there. Yeah. There, it would just know, probably be annoying. It would be annoying. And it would also be maybe unfair to the other gym <laughs> patrons to spend. I know. I did wonder hour. if anybody else wanted to use it. Cause we were there, like I said, for 45 minutes on this one machine thing. We went during a slow time. Because it, it is, yeah. it is gross. Cause we do have to kind of like film ourselves and you know, I know, but did you notice there were so many people filming themselves? They are. It's gym. like, yeah, it's not that, it's not that lunatic fringe anymore. It's like people just fucking film themselves. Yeah. I see full on people like with like little tripods and like talking yes. like right to the camera and shit. You're just like, <laughs> yes. fuck dude. That's whenever I start to feel insecure, I remember that people bring little tripods. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just setting my phone on the ground. I guess I look like I barely care. 
Um, but I might get a tripod eventually. <laughs> It's the new, yeah, it's the new, like, writing a script in a Starbucks. It's just like, well, I, you know, my place of work, yeah. so. Yep. What am I get? what are you going to do? Um, so do you want me to just list, name the exercise, and we can talk about our thoughts on it? Yeah, let's do that. That, that sounds like fun for our listeners. Okay. Uh, and it's, we're all about fun. Um, so the CAS press, this was our tricep extension. So this is like... You take a bench, you place the bench underneath the bar, the bench is flat, and you're doing a narrow get, narrow grip chest press, um, keeping your elbows in, which I had a problem with doing, <clears throat> and then pressing up vertically. Um, so what, what were you your were thoughts, to Aaron? Stop, you were supposed to stop like three inches before your chest. Which right. So yeah, so you maintain constant tension on the triceps. You yeah. get no bounce or rest. But this, for me, this one was fine. I actually kind of liked it um, because I don't have like triceps are not my strong spot. So I think I liked having the sort of like assistance feeling that it does that, that, um, that this machine actually does provide. Um, And it's, you'll hear me say this a couple of times probably, but the, the, if I was working out by myself, it felt like I wasn't going to like, I don't know, fail. And then also have the weights fall on me. It felt like I could bail out if I needed to by hooking it on. Cause they really do have a million hooks at every, like at every height. So if it was too like, much, what is I this fucking blockbuster video in 1991? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. When did hook come out? <laughs> Ooh, probably 91, 92. Yeah. Remember they would have like a whole wall of it, you know, and you're like, fuck, look at it. And then it's like that. <laughs> yeah, I love Hook. I think that might be one of my favorite movies. Ooh, controversial. Um, people are mixed really? on it. Yeah, people are mixed on it. Oh, I love I'm a I'm a person that loves it. And so there. Um are you looking it up? Yeah, what was that? I what was the the food they, when he finally believed and could see the food. Yeah. What was it? Like it was all sherbet or something. It was like all like bright colored. That bright colors. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it was but any it, real food. It like, somehow looked kind of good though. I know. <laughs> it's like, if like Laffy Taffy was like that, like you, that you could like spoon Laffy Taffy or. It didn't or seem as, it didn't, or something. it didn't seem as, um stringy as Laffy Taffy though. It was kind of foamy or something. It almost looked like, um, icy, you know, I know, but frosting, I think the, a lot of frosting. It, the color was so pigmented. I think yeah. that's why it reminds me of like, uh, Laffy Taffy or, um, airheads. Cause it was like, the colors were so bright. It was so, such a color, such a color. And they could fling it at each other. So it had good. That's how he, that's how Peter finally was able to see it was because he just pretended like he was flinging a spoonful at somebody. And, and, and then, then he like, got it. And then he got it. Um, and then he looked better as he became Peter Pan. Like he looked a little better. He looked a little less beat up. They like kind of blew dry his hair and shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> it did. It did come Gave out in 91. Under eye concealer. Yeah. Came out in uh, 91. I was absolutely correct on my. A hundred percent. Hey, and I, for the first time, have seen a movie you bring up. So I'm, I'm just riding high right now. Yeah, that's amazing. It is, so, it is weird if you've tried to watch it recently. It's like three hours and fifty eight minutes, and then you're getting to like where. <laughs> no, it's not. You're getting to where the kids playing fucking baseball with like Captain Hook, and you're like, what the fuck is it? We're like, you know, <laughs> two hours and eighty seven minutes into this fucking thing. <laughs> Like they're like playing baseball with Smee and fucking <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. All right, go ahead. <clears throat> I always love though that people don't know this, but Glenn Close was the pirate they put in the boo box. Yeah. But not everyone knows that stinger. You know shit about movies, but if you don't believe me, go check it out. It is Glenn Close. They put in the boo box. Yeah. She's in a lot of the movie and if she crushes it. Anyways, crush, crushing it like how we did with our triceps. Okay, Stanger, 
what did you think about this move? Because you you just struggled in terms of the way you were. It felt like you didn't trust that you were doing the move right. Yeah, nothing on the Smith feels right to me, except maybe. <laughs> cool. You know, spoiler alert. Except maybe military press. Then you know, I'm like, okay, I can kind of feel how this is supposed to, because like we talked about earlier, you're on a fixed vertical track. So I feel like I get sheer force on some of the joints because you lose that mobility that you have. If you're able to, you know, work with your body's own natural mechanics and arc the bar Mm -hmm. a little bit, it just stays on the track. So I feel like Oftentimes, like my sh- my traps will be kind of jamming up into my ears, or my it doesn't feel right on my elbows because it's like yeah. um, you lose that freedom and space. Like, because I, you know, even if you're doing like a really strict movement, it's not going to go completely vertically up straight. It's gonna you're going to adjust a little bit. So the the interesting thing I would say is, you know, because of the cal- counterbalancing that happens, and then the strange kind of way it works with friction, you can get some isolation on the triceps, you know? So while I wouldn't like it for a general press movement, if I was like really trying to like burn those triceps, I guess you could on this one. And I would say that's where this is an example of where it can excel a little bit. But um, in some studies I've read, they said that it recruits 43% less muscle fibers than free weights. Um, which wow, ma- that's a but it makes sense number. It it does, but I don't think they're saying, you know, I would like to see a study like tricep for tricep, you know, versus all because I think they're incorporating all the stabilizing muscles that you would have to use on free weights. So of course, yeah. you know, this uh, is more okay. okay. This yeah. is a more isolated movement. Um yeah. so I think if you know trying to hit those triceps, you know in a really specific way you could do, you could do worse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving along. The next one is our Smith machine back squat. Okay. So I was feeling great after the tricep guys. And then I put this fucker on my shoulders and it just, okay. So on a barbell back squat, I have to really, I have a, uh, like a kind of, I don't know if it's permanent, but it feels permanent spot on my left shoulder. That is probably some soft tissue damage, uh, either from the accident I was in or, uh, just my whole life. (laughs) Um, but so when I do barbell back squats, just normally I have to be really careful and gentle and put the barbell on my back very carefully. And then I kind of have to like roll it to the spot that's not going to shoot needle like pain through my shoulder. Hellraiser. <laughs> needle or needle. <laughs> needle. Um, what's the word? What am I talking about? Going Need- to the Smith machine. Yes. There it is. Smith machine. Um, I did not have that same like ability, like you said, cause it is just like in this track and you, so I had to kind of push through it more than anything. And then also the other weird part about the barbell back squat is your hands are pulling down. Like, so it's, um, it's like double, double pressure on your shoulders and it felt like a nightmare. Wrigley gum. So double, I would not do that again. Double mint. Whoa. Okay. Um, <laughs> Are you having that? a stroke? <laughs> I'm not. Do you remember that commercial with the twins, the double mint gum, double, double yeah. your refreshment? Um, yeah. Was that a Wrigley's brand or was it the, its own thing? I think it was Wrigley's brand. The you, green. Double, yeah. Yeah. Rig, was it Wrigley's double mint? I think so. I feel like you used to see a lot of gum commercials and you don't really see any now. <laughs> they, used to spend a a, they used to spend a <laughs> fucking ton of money on gum commercials and you really don't see it. I mean, when was Are the last people- gum commercial you can remember? I remember those motherfucking twins riding double bikes and playing tennis and shit <laughs> and everything. You Let's remember see. that, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So when was the last time you saw a fucking doublement commercial? Maybe never. I mean, not in the not in okay five years, I guess at least. Yeah, so, it's Wrigley's doublement. Yeah, so you know, whose brain is having issues? <laughs> I don't think it's mine. Um, <laughs> is a stroke in your brain? What's that? Is a stroke in your brain? Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, it. You know, there's a. It's a verb too, but. but you're talking about the, you know, cataclysmic <laughs> medical event. Um, yes. Yeah, so I don't, again, another one I don't like. If you watch somebody that has perfect mechanics on a back squat and you, you trace the bar throughout the complete range of movement that they have, the bar, you know, moves forward and backward and it doesn't go perfectly straight up and straight down. It just doesn't. Um, yeah. and so you lose that. And I, you know, the proper way to execute this is to, um, you don't go down past parallel, your thighs being parallel with the ground. Um, and I think that is because of that fixed vertical track that you're on. And then even when you're doing this the right way, and I, I've kind of liked the way it felt when I cheated my legs in front a lot. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I think you still get a lot of sheer force on that patella tendon. And so, it's, it just feels unnatural to me. So you're strapping all this weight on weight that you probably wouldn't do if you were doing a, like a back squat uh, with free weights and then you're strapping in and then, you know, blasting your tendons in your knees, um, mm -hmm. in a way that seems unnatural to me. Uh, yeah. but you know, I don't know. I will say, I, th I think you've mentioned this yesterday that it is like good if you have like a sticky spot in your back or like somewhere that you're trying to like be careful of, like it can be good for like beginners for squats, like that kind of thing. But it was not my favorite. And I, I won't do a back squat on those guys again. That's the bottom line. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I think if you wanted to get some weight on your shoulders um, and, you know, execute like a, uh, a simulacrum of a back squat. Um, you do kind of get this, you know, so if you're having something going on and you just straight up can't, it's just not going to happen with free weights. You mm -hmm. can, you could do this and, you know, be mindful of the weight and make sure you're kind of protecting your knees and listening to your body. And you could get yeah. some, you know, you could get some good mechanical tension and, um, you know, work that kind of squatting movement and get, get, you know, close ish to a back squat. There's really no fucking substitution for a back squat. I mean, it's, it's unique unto yeah. itself. It's, it's, you know, people love them slash hate them for a reason. Um, mm -hmm. and so, and then also I think if maybe you were having, uh, you know, issues at a certain point in the squat to where you kind of fall out a little bit, you can maybe use it as a tool to strengthen those. But again, yeah. I would only look at it as a, a tool. Like it could give you a little false sense of security or confidence, yeah. you know, because it's you're whatever you're going to do on a free with free weights is going to be a lot different. Um, so, but maybe using it as a tool, there could be some benefit to it. Yeah. Uh, next is the split squat and Bulgarian split squat, because we did elevate our back leg on this one. We did. So, I would say it's a similar, I have a similar... Uh, similar thoughts on this one. Cause it, again, it's on the shoulder. There was no like escaping it. I do. I like to do like dumbbell Bulgarians over uh, a barbell situation again, cause of my shoulder. So I just, it just made it feel worse. So I would, I'm, I'm a no go on it. No go for the shoulder reason. Um, yeah. this one felt hard to me, you know, like in, in a good way, um, didn't have the same shoulder issues as Aaron, but I was like, I could, I felt like I could get my leg far enough out in front. Um, Aaron coached me up. I was doing some shit wrong and I snapped at her. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but it was good. Yeah, it was humbling. Um, but, uh, but this one felt hard, but I also feel like so do Bulgarian split squats. When you yeah, do exactly. way. So, you know, yeah. I don't know, but I felt like I was like, Oh, I feel a little isolation here. But again, like, you know, the, the reality of me, like fucking dragging a block over 
and fucking setting yes. this whole thing up. And I was just like, yeah. I could just do it on the block here with dumbbells or with kettlebells or, you know, I guess if you really wanted the barbell, it, it you know, it, it would be a lot easier than having to fucking drag a fucking barbell over, set that up on the ground, power clean it onto your shoulders. Yes. And then, yeah. you know, do so, you know, if you wanted to do kind of a, like a, a barbell bar Bulgarian split squat, it could make your life easier doing it in this Smith's machine rig as um, yeah. Aaron likes to call it. Um, Behind the back shrug. Oh yeah. Oh, this one, this one I didn't get, but Jason loved the video that you got. So it'll be, <laughs> it'll be, I did one it'll without it's, a, it's, I know you did. It, that was very respectful and I appreciate it. But Jason said, that's not what gets likes Aaron <laughs> butts get likes. So this, this is like where you have your, I, I've never done this move either. Cause I have overactive traps, so I'm not trying to activate them. Um, but it's like you squeeze your Give those shoulder traps blades kind of together. Yeah, get them settled down. So then you just like shrug up, shrug and stuff. But it, the barbell is behind you, and it just picks your little butt up. Just bloop. and so I got uh, check out the reel. You know, yeah, it's a real butt showcase. Um, <laughs> uh, I also don't really like to do shrugs either. Like I don't. I'm not you know, I'm trying to keep my shoulder, keep my shoulders back and work my posterior delts and develop mm -hmm. my chest. Like, I don't ever feel like I want my traps popping. I, maybe when I was a kid, but I feel like it's a real bodybuilder thing, you know, and I feel like my traps, yeah. like I'm similar. Like I'm always trying to like, Ooh, too much trap. I'm using too much trap in this. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. trap music, trap houses where I like to smoke crack <laughs> cocaine. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. We all have the stuff we like. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, I don't know. You may want to talk to somebody that's more of a trap stan than we yeah. are. Um, we're a little we're a little skeptical on traps anyway, but people do yep. like them. And, you know, if you're if you're, I think there's a. Yeah, if, if you're, you're if you're trying to build like a full body thing to do on the bar on this machine, throw it in there if you care. Yeah. And I think, you know, people that are bodybuilders, um, where it's important that they have the symmetry and they have to really, you know, dial yeah. in, it, it may be their preferred way to execute traps. I just roll my eyes at traps a lot because I'll just see people that are, aren't really doing anything in the gym. And then they'll, they'll just walk over to the dumbbell rack and pick up some weights <laughs> and just do some trap. <laughs> some, yeah. I'm just like, all right, buddy, I think you may want to <laughs> may want to look Focus into, on what matters. Yeah. Take a look at the training some legs or something, you know, I don't know. Call me crazy. <laughs> I don't know if uh traps, you know, one day a week is going <laughs> to shrugs one day a week is going to, you know, change your life. But, um, you know, but listen, there's some fucking, you know, men and women that are bodybuilders that need to do it. And so I'd be curious. Yeah. Also, I think people that you, that do Olympic weightlifting are, use their traps a lot too, but they usually will do it more in like a explosive movement. So they'll pull like a barbell from the ground and then up into like a trap movement. And yeah. So, uh, so kind of, a you know, NA on the behind the back shrugs, mm -hmm. uh, Smith yeah. machine incline bench press. Okay. I liked, okay. I think the bench press, the incline bench, I liked a lot. The like even just like a bench press, I think I would like a lot. We did a regular bench too. I don't know if we did. I felt like we we felt like we got the gist of it after we did the incline. Oh yeah. So I liked I liked that one because it felt like I could do it by myself and be able to um push like yourself with add, weight a little bit. Yes, add more weight than I would feel comfortable doing by myself, and then again have like a bailout if I needed it. Yeah, this didn't feel horrible to me. Again, any kind of pressing, anything you do on this is always a little wonky on the joints. And especially if you have a weird one that needs to kind of have its freedom to move or correct itself a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe if you had perfect range of motion and mechanics, it, you'd be fine, um, which Aaron does for incline. Um, 
And, uh, but like, I, I agree. I like the fact that you can, you know, you can rack it at any point in the movement. So you could try yeah. some stuff there. Um, the, the actual Smith machine that we were using, I felt like it started in the right place, but I ended up too far away from my, um, body. Oh yeah. A, yeah. A you mentioned bit. that. Yeah. I felt like I was too far out over my stomach by the end of the movement. Cause this one had a little bit of a, there was a, the way that the, the, the track went was a little bit, um, it was inverted a little bit, um, or not, yeah. not inverted, like okay. inclined a little bit or something. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It was cause like on a, on a bench press, you kind of want to go like almost like in a C, but we were also inclined. So you can't really do that. And it's the Smith machine. So you, you do what the Smith machine tells you. Yeah, and I guess while we're here with presses, we can go right into um, the seated shoulder press or military press. So this yeah, is yeah, I know, liked I liked this too. It was not, it was just like it was chill on my shoulder after having the day be a little tough on my shoulder. Um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I would say this would be one where I might use this in a workout because the only thing I'll really go heavy on shoulders for anymore is military press. And, um, you know, sometimes you want a little variation on dumbbells. I usually use it with dumbbells, but it's like, fuck, it's the fucking name of my podcast. It's the only thing I'll <laughs> use for seated, you know, shoulder press. It's, the fucking name of my <laughs> it's like, yeah. can I get a, can I get a fucking break from this? So maybe I'll go over. Cause it's like, I wouldn't want it again. Like I wouldn't want it to, you know, take a barbell off the floor and press those over my head. Right. But like a straight bar movement on the shoulder press, um, to load up a little bit to see if I can put some weight on them, you know, makes sense because I'm going really, really light in lateral raises and, you know, kind of a shoulder complex anyway. So it's the only thing I'll go heavy on. And so I would experiment maybe with doing seated shoulder press, um, on the Smith machine. Didn't, yeah. didn't bug my shoulder. Felt, felt pretty good actually. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Uh, so, um, seated, uh, or sorry, uh, bent over row. I like this. I liked this. I felt safe in it. And I also felt like I could load up the weight a little more than I would freestanding. But again, that, what is that building fake confidence? So then when I get home and try to do it, I fall over maybe, um, <laughs> But it did feel good. It didn't feel bad. I felt like I had to have my knees too close to the bar on this one. Like, again, oh. like I felt like my, you know, like just my body was getting in my own way. Um, and I like doing seated. I'm not I keep saying seated. Good grief. Stand God. up, Charlie Brown. Um, so I, uh, fucking Lucy moving the football away from him. Uh, <laughs> he's never going to learn. Uh, I, uh, I, I like doing this with a barbell on the ground. Um, and I like mm. using like a T bar machine. Um, there's just a lot of, there's a million other ways I can get a very similar movement that I like better, um, yeah. than this, that but, makes sense. but it, but again, this one, it didn't hurt anything on me. Like I didn't feel like, uh Oh, this is tweaky or something bad could happen with this. So. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, didn't, didn't hate it. Didn't feel like it was going to do a lot of damage, but, um, and then we can do, we can talk about the, um, inverted row. Oh yeah. I really liked this inverted row and it reminded me that you could also do like, um, incline pushups if you didn't have another option, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but, um, you could do incline pushups, but I liked the incline row on this. I thought that so, I haven't been able to do an incline row since I had like TRX access. Yeah. So if people don't know what it is, an inverted row is where you're holding yourself underneath a fixed bar. Um, that's just above parallel. And then you're, um, pulling your, keeping your legs, uh, and back and body perfectly straight and aligned, and then pulling your chest up to the bar. So yeah. It's, um, it's another kind of rowing type movement. And this is, this is cool because you can kind of adjust the bar to any height that you want. And the, yeah. um, the closer you get to parallel, the more challenging it is, it's more body weight, the less leverage you have. And then, um, the higher you get, uh, is 
easier. So th- those are the exercises. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did try the Romanian deadlift and I hated it uh, because my it kept hitting my knees. But that was the one I did try. Um, but I, I would say this machine I might I might use. I wouldn't say I need to use. Yeah. I would give the, you know, the two exercises or two or three exercises we kind of liked on it a soft recommendation and then pretty much a pass on everything else. You know, if it was there, I was feeling inspired, maybe I'd use it, but I could definitely live yeah. without it. I will say if everything else is full at the gym, I at least feel good that I know how to use that if I wanted to do some of these moves. But other than that, I'll let the people have it if they want it. Yep. Definitely can get a good workout on it if you want. Just be careful, be safe. Um, And if you guys want to ask us any questions or recommend any uh, pieces of gym equipment you'd like for us to tackle, we're up to the challenge. You can reach us at acidumbells at gmail.com and on all our socials at the dumbbells, Instagram. we're going to get a TikTok. We're going to do it. We're going to do it, Stanger. We're going to get a TikTok. We're getting a little help with social media. And so the future is bright. Um, Yep. Uh, so on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we're the dumbbells and uh, all our wonderful um, Smith machine users out there. We like to remind everybody to train dirty, eat clean and live in between. You're doing it, Peter. That was a hit gum podcast. <laughs>